we're going to start. So, uh, I know what you are all thinking. Brian looks really different this week. <laughs> but I am Jordan. Um, I'm part of the team here at Hope. Uh, I'm blessed and honored to be here preaching today on faithfulness, uh, which was really great because when Brian told me about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was really thinking about how, as a church, we, we are built and surrounded by faithfulness on a day-to-day. Um, right, in, right now, we are in one of the, the, the shaky periods in, in our history of, as a church, and we're moving from, from this building into somewhere new. It might be St. Mary's, we might be staying here, but as a church as a whole, we are in a season of faithfulness, so I'm really delighted to get to be here and, and preach about that with you guys today. Um, but just before we get into that, I just want to really honor God in the faithfulness that we've already seen with our move. We've seen the guys that were living here get houses that are amazing. We've seen people get new jobs, and we've seen doorways open up that we shouldn't have had outside of what God can do. And so faithfulness is really alive and well in this church, and it's the difference that's made between a bunch of people standing here on a Sunday singing a few songs and a church and the Hope Center. Um, and I really think that hope as a concept and as a church is born out of faithfulness. And so I'm really delighted to get to come and talk about that today. Um, so my target audience is usually a little bit younger than what I'm used to right now. Um, so they've, they've upgraded me to adult church <laughs> Usually everyone else is younger than me and I can get by with things like if you can hear me clap once and if you can hear me clap twice. Um, but I have had to shake things up a little bit for today. Um, they've upgraded me to the little fancy mic. I'm going to get Destiny and Tony up and we're going to start a little boy band at the end. It's going to be great. Um, so I was thinking about this the whole, for the last couple of weeks, this has been kind of my main preoccupation in my spare time, um, thinking about faithfulness and, and what it means and what it means as part of the wider tree of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And I really think um, something that I've noticed is that the, each of the fruits kind of feeds into each other. And I, I have been finding that faithfulness is found at the root of each of those. Because when you act in faithfulness in God, you have that peace, you have that patience, you know that he's going to provide. And when you have the peace and patience that comes with it, you have the joy and the kindness. And they all kind of build off each other, making us more like Christ every day. And that's really the goal at the end of it all. Um, so I was flicking through the Bible, as you do when you're preparing for a sermon, hopefully. And uh, I found so many so many illustrations of it and it, that that was actually the hardest part of preparing for this was trying to decide what ones I would talk about um, so I said I would start with the wedding at Cana and the wedding at Cana is in John chapter 2 verse 3 to 9 and it's actually the first recorded miracle that Jesus performs publicly in the entire Bible and I was like okay that's an interesting little bit of trivia. You might add it to a table quiz when I'm fundraising for Belarus next year. Um, but it's, I, I was wondering why. Why is that the first one? 
because the Bible is very intentional in how it's written. And in college, when I was studying English, I learned that where things fall in the story and in the narrative makes a difference as to what they mean and to the significance of them. So the, the wedding at Cana, for anyone that doesn't know, um, so Jesus was at a, at a wedding with his disciples and his mother, and the wine ran out. And uh, when the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. Woman, why do you invoke me? Jesus replied, my time has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And I'm just going to pause with that one for a second, because that's what faithfulness is. Is it stepping out and doing whatever God tells you. And I was fascinated by this, because Jesus hadn't performed miracles yet. Mary didn't know that Jesus was going to to do something spectacular. She just knew that she had a need and that going to Jesus was going to fill that need. And so she turns to them and says, do whatever he tells you. And then Jesus turns around in chapter, uh, or in verse 6 and says, uh, thank you. Uh, Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water, so they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And I was like, this, this fits perfectly with what I've, I'm trying to illustrate here today. Because we are so focused on the end product that we miss the process. We miss it all the time. I work in a hotel and I have people constantly asking me for stuff day in, day out. And they have all these different requests. And... In their mind, I'm not doing the request until the end product is in front of them. But, and so instead, Jesus says, fill them with water. And how often do we go to Jesus and say, no, 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 I said wine. I don't need more water. We have plenty and plenty of water. I don't need that here. I'm asking you for wine. And he says, no, no, just do what I say and fill them with water. And that's really what... Um, what I feel like God has been speaking to me about faithfulness while I prepared for this. Um, that faithfulness is not knowing what God will do, but secure in the knowledge that he will do something. And that is where the peace and the patience can come from, because you know that once you go to Jesus with that, once you hand him over that, that want, that need, that the faithfulness that, he, that we have been given will be rewarded and he will fulfill all his promises. Too often we're asking Jesus to refill the jars and then we make a face when he fills them with water. And we expect these requests to be answered in a worldly fashion. And, but God tells us in Isaiah that his ways are not our ways. That we're not meant to... He doesn't operate on the same rules and the same patterns that we operate. And we still question it every time, and we're like, but why aren't you answering this prayer? I've prayed for healing, but why are you sending me opportunities to be patient? I've prayed for this new house, but now I'm still here. I've prayed for a new church, but you've kept me in this church for way past the expiry date that we were given initially. And it's so easy to become disheartened by that. But there is so much more happening underneath the surface than what God, or than what we could ever even imagine. And that's really what faithfulness is. And faithfulness 
as a gift of the Holy Spirit is giving us that security that even when we can't see it happening, the work is being done. There are jars in your life that Jesus wants to fill with wine, but he tells you to fill them with water first. And too often, we are refusing to fill the jars with water because we're not happy about the the fact that we have to go through all these systems. And this is something that I notice in work all the time, is that... um, so a guest will come and they'll ask you for, I don't know. Oh, here, here, good example. We had a load of people in this week. They all wanted Riverview rooms. Not everyone can have a Riverview room and it costs extra. And everyone wants the Riverview room, but they want it immediately. They want it without any cost. They want it without any action on their part. But, and, and that's what we go to God like. We go to God like, God, I need a new house. And then stay where we are and don't look for one. We go to God and we say, God, we need a new church. But we don't act out in faithfulness and support that new church and sow into that new church. Faithfulness allows us to take the opportunities before we see the end product. And then, um, faithfulness is really scary. Um, is something else I've learned. Um, in the Bible, you see it time and time again. Um, God asks us to put our faithful foot forward and then we're like, do I have to? Because you see it constantly throughout Jesus' life and throughout the the Bible as a whole. Um, In Exodus 14, uh, Moses is leading the Israelites out of Egypt and God says to them, uh, then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses Order the Israelites to turn back and camp by Piharirot between Migdal and the sea. Camp there along the shore across the Balsavon. The Pharaoh will think the Israelites are confused, they are trapped in the wilderness, and once again I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will chase after you. That is insane. Like God is actively speaking out and telling them that he's putting them in the position to be pursued by their enemies. Their backs are against the wall. They're camped out at the sea. And yet, they go. And so they go and they set up their camp. And they're fine and they have the sea. And eventually word gets back to the Pharaoh. And he's like, well, we have them cornered now. So he sends 600 of his best men to pursue them and kill them and take them back to Egypt. And when the Egyptians arrive at the bank of the Red Sea, the Israelites panic. And they actually say, in, in verse 10, uh, as Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw him. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. And that's really 
what I see constantly in life is that God acts out in our lives on a day-to-day basis. The fact that all of you are here on a Sunday morning is God acting in your lives. It's God leading you out of your Egypt. It's God breaking the chains on your life. And then the second something goes wrong, we lose sight of all that progress. We lose sight of all the progress amidst the process. And like that, it just disappears and panic sets in again. But Moses was faithful because Moses knew that God would never lead him into a situation that God wouldn't take him through. So faithfulness is terrifying at the best of times um, because God asks us to do things that we could never do through our own strength and in doing that he reveals his real glory. Um, when God sent them to the water's edge, he didn't say, everyone learn how to swim and then we'll go. He didn't say, build a few boats and we'll camp them on and we'll sail away to freedom afterwards. He said, set up your camp and I will see you through. So Moses' faithfulness brought him to the water's edge, but God's faithfulness is what parted the sea. And faithfulness demands us to take the first step. And you see that in every miracle that Jesus performs. Every, every amazing thing that happens in the Bible happens because someone steps out in faithfulness. Um, and it's crazy. I, I, when, when, when Jesus was about to die on the cross, he, God said, I'll see you through this. That, now that's taking it to the extreme. And it's, there was a victory to be had after the fall. And that's what faithfulness is. That God was like, let's go. I'm with you in this. And let's just do it. I will part the seas in front of you. But every great act starts with one tiny step of faithfulness. Jesus rose the dead by saying, come out. If someone I loved was dead in a cave and someone came along and told them to wake up, I don't really know how I'd feel about it. I don't really think I would be able to to praise God in that moment without faithfulness. But faithfulness, like I said, and like I just want to keep going back to is faithfulness means that even when we don't know what's going to happen, that something is happening. Uh, God has this plan for everyone's life that is just un- unchangeable. You can't mess it up. That's, in- that's beyond anything I could ever understand because faithfulness is why I am able to stand up here and preach. Faithfulness is why we're able to start families and live out the life that God plans for us. He says in Jeremiah that he knows the pl- that, he, ugh, that he will carry out the work he begins in you and he will bring it to fruition and completion. And I think the best illustration that I have for, uh, for acting out in faithfulness is the fact that you don't necessarily know the next step and God's like, take it anyway, and I will see you through. Because at the end of the day, God is our Father. 
And a father is essentially what you want, and they know, you know that they love you, and they have your best. And a father has your best interests at heart, and will always see you through. And I'm lucky enough to have my father here today to help me with this illustration. <laughs> so I've been working the last six days in a row. My shoes are not very comfortable in work. I need to sit down. I know that there's a chair somewhere, but Dad, can you help me out? Can you direct me to the chair? So, you tell me what step to take. Go forward. Go forward. Forward, forward, forward. forward. Yeah? But I think, I'm, I think I know that there might be a chair somewhere around here. But if I keep going this way, can you still get me to the chair? But I'm not listening to you. Yeah? But you still love me enough that you're going to get me to that chair, yes? I've been dying sick all week, and I've been coughing up my lungs. I haven't coughed once since I stepped up on here. That is God's faithfulness right there. Um, when I started planning this sermon, uh, I seen a lovely picture that I liked, and, uh, and I, I, I've kind of held on to that as my image of what faithfulness looks like throughout the whole thing. And even when you fall, uh, through every misstep, through every wrong turn, every sin, every fall, every bad decision you make, every time we mess up, God still has plans that will bring to fruition everything. (laughs) 